Well, good morning, happy Easter, and welcome back to Aspie Me, personal journey of myself, an older woman who uh, recently has been diagnosed as being on the spectrum, and embracing it, and realizing what it's meant my entire life without really even knowing what it was or how it was affecting me. So today we're going to talk about the teenage years. Um, I've got a couple of graduations coming up. For seniors out of high school, uh, one of my kids, as well as a couple of nieces, will be graduating the next month or so. And it got me to thinking about my own, uh, my own graduation, my own high school years, my own that whole between high school and college um, mindset that was really like different than what I am trying to teach my own kids to to be and feel and learn and discover. I am constantly trying to encourage my kids to do and try anything and everything that sparks their interest, um, whether it's sports or mechanics or art or crafts or agriculture or whatever they think they might like at that moment. I truly believe that if you can find something that you really enjoy and love and are good at, then you really don't have to ever consider it to be work and that you actually enjoy getting up in the morning and going to work. Um, I've always been a strong believer in just motivating my kids and that's probably because I didn't have that as a kid, as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult. I didn't have a lot of that and I know personally that is what I lacked uh, growing up and and uh, doing the things that I did and that I do now and, and the person I've become. Back then, um, as a child of the 60s, a child born um, under the spectrum, I think the rate was like 1 in 15,000. So it was pretty rare back then. Today it's one out of every 64 kids born is uh, somewhere on the spectrum. But back then, because it was so rare, um, it probably wasn't caught in my situation because it was not, um, it wasn't, what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't the best thing to realize that your child was not normal. A lot of the times, those kids were admonished, they were ostracized, they were sent away, they were... um, put in places where they just flat out didn't belong just because something was a little off about them and I'm sure that's part of the reason why I wasn't um, I wasn't really encouraged much or coddled or anything I, I don't think my parents especially my mom I don't think they knew what to do with me I know I was weird and awkward I know that I had um, my social tendencies were, were lacking um, I, it's not that I didn't get along with people or children or kids or classmates. I just didn't know how. And for that reason, I wasn't, um, really played with a lot on the playground. I wasn't invited to sleepovers or parties. I didn't have any of my own. And I, I don't blame, I don't blame my parents for that. I just don't think they knew what to do back then. But today it's highly recognized it's highly 
um, encouraged to work with your kids and, and promote them as much as you can and encourage them, which is what I'm trying to do now. Um, as a teenager, and we all know the teenage years are, are pretty bad as they are without having additional um, things to overcome and accomplish, but um, being a teenager for me was excruciatingly painful um, mentally, emotionally, socially, um, sometimes physically. Um, it wasn't unusual for me to get bopped in the back of the head or tripped or slapped or punched or hair pulled or um, walking down the hallways between classes, you know, the book slapped out of my hands. It just, it wasn't unusual for me to be physically hurt as well as um, emotionally. And with that being said, when it came time to start planning for the future beyond high school, I realize now that I wasn't really encouraged to go one way or the other. I wasn't encouraged to apply to certain schools or apply to certain programs. I really wasn't encouraged to do anything beyond high school. I think as long as I could graduate high school, I think they were happy for the most part. And back then too, there just there weren't a lot of different um, programs uh, to attend college for, to get degrees for. I think we had, I don't know, we'll say like five. You were either going to school for business, um, medical, lawyer, science, or uh, what's another one? I will say the arts, music, dance, theater, etc. So we'll say like five. And those are basically the five programs you chose from to go and get a degree in. If you got anything less than a four-year degree, like an associate's degree, you were deemed not too smart. So, of course, all the kids were encouraged to attend a four-year degree school. Um, but I wasn't really encouraged to go either way. I initially wanted to be a flight attendant. Back then, they were called stewardesses. And in the 70s, um, early 80s, stewardess or flight attendants had height and weight requirements. I know that's not followed now, so I'm sure for some of you, you're kind of like going, what? But yes, back in the day, they had height requirements, which I did not fit. I'm 5'2", and I, they may have been 5'5 five, five or 5'6", five, and they were pretty stringent. So that kind of knocked out my goal of being a flight attendant. I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to see things and experience food and countries and cultures. I just I had it in my mind that I wanted to travel, and that would have been the easiest route. So, okay, well, that's not going to work. So then I wanted to go into fashion. I wanted to learn to create fashion and fashion design and pretty dresses. I loved dressing up as a girl. I loved wearing my hair up and I loved wearing makeup. I loved um, wearing dresses. It just made me feel pretty and special. Um, the other girls in my school hated it and the other boys um, loved it. And for both, from both sexes, I was teased relentlessly because of it. But I didn't care. But anyway, I wanted to go to a fashion design school in New York. 
And when I brought this up to my mom, I said, Mom, I think I want to go to New York City. I want to, I want to study design. I want to study fashion. Um, before I could even finish my sentence, it was admonished. It was pretty much frowned on. It started out with no daughter of mine. And I was just crushed. No daughter of mine is going off to New York City by herself. So, ugh. All right. So that was that. Um, so then, well, I guess I'll just start applying to colleges under the business program and see what happens. And then somewhere along the line, for whatever reason, I wanted to be a truck driver. And I know some of you are going to laugh and go, what? But I wanted to be a truck driver. I wanted to drive a big semi-truck, and I wanted to drive it all over the country because I wanted to travel. I wanted to see things. I wanted to visit different states, different areas, and I thought, well, that's a good way to do it. I'll just be a truck driver. That way I can still get paid for it and see everything I wanted to see. I brought that up to my mom, and once again, before I could finish my sentence, no daughter of mine came out of her mouth. No daughter of mine is going to be driving a truck all over this country by herself. All right. So I continued to apply to colleges. Um, I wasn't really given direction on where to apply, uh, what part of the country to apply. So I pretty much stuck to um, the New England states because that's where we were at the time. So I applied, every school I, pl- I applied to, I was accepted at, which was, oh, okay, well, this isn't that hard, really. What is everybody complaining about? Because I kept hearing stories of how people weren't being accepted where they wanted to go. And uh, eventually, my dad was being transferred from Massachusetts to Arizona for work purposes. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to apply at ASU, and we'll give that a shot. So I applied at ASU. I was accepted. And I moved into a dorm on campus, and that's where I live. Even though my parents were 45 minutes away, I still wanted that experience of living on campus. Because as a kid, that's kind of the script, or that's kind of the set of behaviors. That's kind of the... um, I don't know, the rules or the customs that you were handed down back in that time anyway. You were told that you're going to go to school, you're going to graduate high school, you're going to go to college, you're going to graduate college, you're going to find a job, you're going to get married, you're going to have a family. That was the the set of rules that I was trying to follow. Because in my head, that's what was supposed to happen. So I got the, um, the acceptance letter to ASU and moved on to campus. And um, I didn't graduate I ended up running out of money uh, my sophomore year, and that's when I had to go off, uh, leave college, and start work full-time. I was never assisted by my family or my parents as far as going to college. Everything was on my own. I've been on my own since I was 17 years old, extremely independent person since I was 17 years old. I had three jobs my senior year, my senior summer. I had three jobs. Seven days a week I worked so that I could go to college. I got no financial assistance from my family to go to college. I got no financial assistance to live on campus. 
everything was done on my own, all by myself. And for that, I do pat myself on the back. I do, you know, I'm, I, I'm proud of the fact that I was able to do that for about a year and a half, two years on my own until I had to go to work full time in order to go back to school. Um, but I tried to the best of my abilities to follow the rules of teenagerhood, young adulthood. Um, that's what we do as people on the spectrum is we just, we follow what we see around us. We follow the examples that we see in other people, the examples that we see in, in movies, the examples that we see, um, you know, in books and in magazines and those teenage magazines and you just you do the best you can to follow that guideline because that's what's expected and we don't want to appear out of the norm um, it's very very hard for us as far as being on the spectrum to, it's called masking to hide our awkwardness and our weirdness and um, so we put on this mask we hide everything there is about us and we adapt to the best of our ability to the people around us at the time. We adapt to the best of our ability to our scenarios, to our environments, to the situation at that present time. And I did the best that I could during those times. Um, I didn't quite complete the whole set of guidelines and rules for those years of between 17, 18 years old and, you know, 21, 22, the full four years it took to go to college for most of them, us, people. I didn't uh, accomplish that part of masking, but that's okay. At the end of the day, I sit here today before you and I'm pretty damn proud of who I ended up being and who I am. Um... I know that I'm a very compassionate person, empathetic person. I still mask. I am still exhausted at the end of the day, depending on how many people I have to interact with. But I'm still proud at where I'm at today at, at the age of 54. And I'm going to encourage all of you out there who have kids who are maybe graduating this year, or if, you know, they will be in the next year or two, to just... Um, Encourage them the best you can. They might not have the same dreams that you have, but they still have dreams. And do what you can to help them accomplish them. You know, if, if my kid came to me today and said, Mom, I want to go to Italy and I want to learn auto mechanics under Ferrari or Lamborghini, I would send them. I would do whatever I could to get him over there and learn the mechanics of the supercars and the hypercars under those two names. You know, I would encourage, you know, I've got another child who wants to get into agriculture. She wants to work with her hands. She wants to get dirty. She wants to be around animals and, and, and farming and all of that other stuff. So this year we're going to try and get involved with some gardens in the area, some community gardens and farms. They take volunteers and, you know, get her started in that. And if that means I've got to get up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday to go volunteer and pull weeds in a community garden or clean out horse stalls, I'll do it. Because I just, I want her to know that she has a dream and that I'm on her side. 
So that's all I've got for today. I, I just wanted to um, touch upon graduating and where I was in my teenage years. Um, I know this past year has been really rough. Um, I, I don't even think there's going to be a real graduation ceremony this year again. There wasn't one last year. There was no prom last year. There was nothing last year. Uh, this year there was no prom. There were no football games. There were no basketball games. Um, it might be another virtual graduation. But for those out there who are graduating this year, um, follow your dreams. Try everything. And if that means taking a year off or two between high school and college, then do it. Um, I personally think I was too young at 17 to go off and live on campus. But that's me. I, I, I think that's one of the things I would have done differently is I would have taken a year off to figure it out. But anyway, um, so stay safe out there, and we'll talk to you um, probably the next week or so. Thanks again for listening to Ask Me Me. Got any questions, comments, concerns, you can message me directly, and I will answer them uh, next podcast. Thank you.